Welcome to the I Love Alt Mortgages podcast, brought to you by Home Trust. And now, your host, Brennan Trenuth. Hey, Broker Nation. On this episode of I Love Alt Mortgages, I sit down with our regional sales manager in Quebec, Vanessa Maglioli, to discuss what it takes to build a successful new brokerage after her sit-down interview with one of Canada's best newcomer brokerages, also based in Quebec. Hey, Broker Nation. This is I Love Vault Mortgages. I'm your host, Brennan Chanuth. And with me today is our regional sales manager from Quebec, Vanessa Maglioli. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So the theme around our episode today, I think, is going to be about, you know, how to build a successful brokerage. And, you know, part of this podcast is all about education and, you know, educating our partners and listening to different stories and, you know, how people can learn from other people's experiences. But let's just start out a little bit here, just finding out a bit more about you and, you know, your journey so far in the mortgage industry and at Home Trust. Yeah. So my journey actually started off, I was with FCT for a long time, for about eight years. I started off as a paralegal and then I moved my way around different roles within the company. In the last couple of years, I did work alongside the product team. We built some notaries, a solicitor network across the province, which was a really interesting project. And then in the last year, I joined the business development team as a business solutions specialist, where many of my accounts were lenders and Home Trust was one of them. And then in 2015, I made the switch. I moved over and I joined Home Trust as a business development manager and I've been with the company since. So today I do hold the role as a regional sales manager for Quebec. And uh, yeah, so super excited about that. In our industry here in Quebec, I do sit on the board as chair for the APH, which is the Lender Mortgage Association, and uh, as well as the MA board. Yeah, so let's talk about the MA board there. Can you just tell us a bit about your responsibilities in that role? Yes, yes, of course. So as you know, the Mortgage Awards of Excellence, something that is really, really exciting. It celebrates leadership, achievements, and the pursuit of distinction in Canada's mortgage industry. So what's cool about it is that it is designed for the industry by the industry. So we come together, a bunch of us across the country, to basically work at recognizing talent in our industry. So these awards represent a collaborative industry initiative created to exemplify the spirit and inclusiveness of mortgage professionals from across the country and my role basically I represent my province within the board we are trying to do things a little bit more bilingual so that you know we get everybody involved and the mortgage industry is just such a strong pillar of the Canadian economy and these awards will definitely be the hallmark of achievement for individuals in all the sectors so as you know we do celebrate bdms lenders brokerages brokers so it's just a fun way to recognize the talent that we have in our industry and what i appreciate the most about being part of this committee this mortgage awards of excellence that i'm surrounded with such great talent such pillars in our industry they also serve as mentors for me so it's also a nice learning opportunity a nice learning curve and you know gets me involved in many industry events and yeah. it's super no, exciting. That's, that's fantastic. It's a really important for us as an industry to come together, really, you know, exemplify people who, you know, have done a really outstanding job 
you know, over the past year within their respective roles. And like you said, we nominate, you know, brokers and lenders and BDMs and things like that. So it's really encompassing, you know, all facets of the business and really, you know, showcasing, you know, hardworking individuals every single year. So, you know, thanks for being on the board there and really, you know, putting the name out there and getting people involved is really important. Yeah, I'm Um, super excited this year. We're going to actually have this in person. It's been two years that we've been having these awards virtually. So finally, we'll be able to see everybody on May 10th and celebrate in person. So that's going to be really exciting. Yeah, that's fantastic. Looking forward to that event as well. Another thing that I wanted to kind of mention on topic of, you know, awards and things like that, you were recently a finalist for BDM of the Year. So congratulations on that. That was for the Canadian Mortgage Awards. Can you speak to, you know, why you think you were nominated for this award and, you know, what really makes you stand out as a BDM? Wow. I think in our line of business, Things move so quickly. If it's not a rate, the process change, government change, pandemic. So it's super important to be adaptable and resilient. And the last year and a half has taught me a lot about positivity and how important it is to view challenges as opportunities. And so our attitude is contagious. And our clients, our brokers, our colleagues, everyone just tries to navigate through their storm. And so we need to be resilient to help everybody through it. And I think that that's what my brokers, you know, even my colleagues will attest to, that managing expectations and delivering on commitments is my strong point. So I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. I care about what I do. So that's definitely something that they'll attest to. And, you know, I guess one of the questions is, well, how do you manage expectations and how are you delivering on these commitments? And, you know, I always say this, but I'm nothing without my underwriting team. So I think the fact that I work very closely with my team, we're always communicating, we're always on the same page. The brokers see that and they appreciate that because they know that when they get an answer, it's the final answer. So if it's yes, then it's yes. And we'll pull through and we'll make it happen. You know, working with the underwriting team, they're as passionate as I am. They care the same way I do. So when we're looking at getting things done for the brokers, but ultimately for our clients, brokers appreciate that. And I think just being available, it's one of those things, you know, when you say to somebody, I got you. I think they feel that. They know that when Vanessa says, I got you, they believe it. And, you know, it just carries out on the commitments that we give our clients. Well, you know what? It's, you know, a really good explanation there. Knowing you for many years, I know how hardworking you are as well. So it was no surprise that, you know, you were a finalist for BDM of the Year. So congratulations again on that achievement. So you're no stranger to interviews because I know recently you did an interview with one of the best newcomer brokerages in Canada, one of your offices there. I'm just wondering, can you tell me a little bit about how that interview was? What was it that you guys were really talking about? Yeah, so super excited about that interview. It was actually my first interview with the MAEs as well that I was hosting. So, And I got to interview the best newcomer brokerage in Canada, which was actually selected out of the province from Quebec. So it was with uh, Consortium Hypothecaire. That one went super well. We did try to do it bilingual so that, you know, they're very well known in our province, but it was important to share their success across the country. Their business model is unique and a business model that works. So that was really exciting to be able to share their success and be part of that interview process to let everybody know about who they are and, you know, proud to be from Quebec. Yeah, for sure. So what was it about 
you know, their business model that really stood out to you? What I love about their team and their model is that everything is teamwork. When they made the change to branch out and become who they are, there were a lot of decisions to be taken. Do we go? Do we not go? Who follows? Who doesn't? And they all followed as a team. So when they took the decision, it wasn't I took the decision for my team as a broker of record, but they took it together, which I feel just makes them stronger as a brokerage. So they are under the M3, under the Verico umbrella, which is a little bit more of an independent model. And they're very support and very tool oriented. So what I mean by that is that they've developed a website, a user-friendly website for their clients. So client can actually go in there and do their mortgage application. Like if they have specific questions, there's like a glossary. They can make their mortgage calculations. So the tools that they've made available to their clients specifically for their brokerage, I find is, you know, makes them stand out as well as internal tools. So they have lender based tools where they can, you know, be updated with what the lenders offer product sheets, stuff like that. And yeah, so the fact that they're very team or, and they have like a buddy system. So whoever joins their team, whoever joins their brokerage, they're paired up to a buddy, a more senior broker, and they feed off of each other. It's like a mentorship within the team, which is something that I feel is really important because, you know, we learn from experience. I will say surround yourself with people who are better than you. And yeah, they kind of developed that model, which seems to work super well. Well, it sounds really great because I know, you know, in this industry, obviously it's very fast paced. Things are changing all the time. But, you know, when you're starting out in something new, you always want to be able to feel that support. You want to have that mentorship, like you mentioned there. So I think it's really important that, you know, that brokerage has identified that as, you know, a way where they're going to move forward and help, you know, train and build their new agents that join. A lot of theme and a lot of conversations that I've had with brokers on this podcast, a lot of them did, you know, go out and start their own brokerage. And they talked about, you know, a lot of things where they didn't even maybe think of a certain things or, you know, they had a plan in mind, but, you know, you have to kind of, you know, pivot a little bit as well when you start this out because you're not fully aware of everything that is required to start, you know, your own brokerage. So I'm just wondering, you know, in that conversation that you had with them, if there was any takeaways that, you know, any other brokers out there who are thinking of opening up a new brokerage or new brokerages that have already kind of started opening up, you know, what can they learn from this brokerage's experience? So what I appreciated from one of the things that they said to us, they were excited. They were excited about venturing off on their own, but the broker of records said it was like jumping out of a plane without knowing if your parachute would actually be working or not. So, you know, yes, they're successful. They will continue to grow. But at first there was that, oh my goodness, what am I getting myself into? I think everybody is scared at first. It's just the fact that they're super organized which I feel, you know, obviously makes a huge difference. And you know what? A lot of the times it's trial and error, right? So you jump in and, you know, sometimes one strategy will work and sometimes it won't. And that's one of the things that they were saying that, you know, they have a bunch of ideas, but they don't know if those ideas will actually work or be successful if they don't try them. So sometimes you got to fail to succeed and that's okay because it's just shown that they've been resilient almost two and a half years now, and they're very successful, not to be afraid to try and to just dive in. The other thing too is, like I said before, so their model is very much surrounded around teamwork. So the broker of record, when they take decisions, 
it's the team. They'll take the decisions together. So if, for example, they decide to do something a certain way and it won't work, well, then they decided together and, okay, they assume together. But if it's successful, then, okay, well, it was a team decision. So that's how they got through it. Yeah, that's really important. And I think, you know, other conversations that I also had with brokers when they were first starting out in the industry or starting their brokerage, right away, it wasn't 100% you know, you're green lit, ready to go. It takes a lot of time getting things set up and getting, you know, in motion and things like that too. So I would say, you know, don't expect it to be perfect right from the get-go. There is a lot of, you know, learning and stuff that goes into, you know, starting out either as an agent or starting, you know, a new brokerage. So yeah, like a lot of, it's a lot of humility too, you know, and one of the things that the broker of record was telling me was that it's a lot of work. So sometimes you're used to when somebody else is managing all the admin and all the legwork behind the brokerage, you have more time to spend with your clients. So you're doing more deals. There's more business coming in. But when it's your brokerage, you know, things are a little bit more different. And, you know, he was saying to me that it's really important that you take the time to be there for your brokers, for your employees, technically, at the end of the day, right? So whether it's coaching, whether it's sometimes just moral support, emotional support, that's also something that makes a huge difference when you take the time to listen to your team and, you know, understand what their needs are and act on whatever they may need for you to do for them. For sure. And then, you know, on the flip side too, once you become an agent or start a, start your own brokerage, you know, then you start looking at your business model and who am I going to partner up with, right? So when you think about it from a lender perspective, you know, what lenders are out there that are going to be able to support the business that I'm bringing in? So my question to you now is how important are, you know, BDM partners to these new brokerages or brokers when, you know, they're trying to start growing their business? Extremely important because just as they're navigating and trying to understand what their next move is, it's the same thing for us, right? So as BDMs, yes, you know, we're there to support them, to help them understand what each one of us does, what each lender brings to the table. But at the same time, I think that the BDM's role has so much evolved over the years that we've become almost mortgage coaches to our brokers, right? And it's so crucial for us to be able to understand their business so that we can help them succeed and you know go after what they need to do. So I'll give you an example. If it's alternative lending, many brokers are not accustomed to building an alternative deal. So the fact that you know the BDM takes the time to go in there and coach them and again, always understanding where they want to be with their business and what they need to be successful and what they need to help their clients is super important. So, you know, being available, coaching, having a listening ear, we're all there to help each other out. And also like through the last two years, like I said, there's been so much movement. So it's been so much fast paced, so much change that everybody needs that emotional support and also that positivity to stay focused and, you know, to just drive business, good quality business. Absolutely. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we're there to support, you know, our broker partners day in, day out with whatever, you know, they need, whatever their business type is. Obviously, BDM partners are extremely important in learning and that education piece. Is there anything else that, you know, a strong BDM can do to support, you know, new brokerages that are coming into the market? I think we need to be patient. (laughs) You know, it's a patience game. We need to, again, always be available pick up our phone, you know, it's so cliche. Yeah, answer your phone, answer your email, get back to them right away. But it's just so important because some of them are just starting off. Yeah. Um, 
and some really just have a lot of questions. They don't understand what we do and it's okay. So we need to be patient. We need to be available. We need to be consistent. And again, like I said before, managing expectations, you know, it's so easy to want to say yes, you know, and we want to say yes. And that's also our business model at home trust. Say yes first. But when we say yes, we want to make sure it's going to be a yes. You know, and sometimes in line with that, transparency is everything. We want it all. We want to do it. We want to be on top of everything. But sometimes we just can't. And sometimes the answer is no. And what I've learned is that sometimes it's okay to say no because you don't want to give false hope or, you know, the wrong expectation. Because at the end of the day, yes, our client is our broker. But there's a client at the end of the line there. So just like we have expectations, the broker has expectations. So we want to be in line with what we say. And yeah, I think that's just the most, that's very important. And deliver on our commitments. You know, something so simple like, you know, we get a call, the phone rings and you can't pick it up. And, you know, you reply with a text message and I'll call you right back. But is that I'll call you right back within two hours, three hours? Or is that, oh, I forgot and I'll call you back in three days? That makes a huge difference. I agree with all of that. And then also when you talk about actual like products or solutions as well, you have, you know, your A business and then you have your alternative business and the alternative business is just more complex, different scenarios. Every deal is different, right? So it does take a lot more from both, you know, a broker partner and also the lender partners as well to understanding that client as well. So, you know, as a broker and brokerage, you need to make sure that you're you know, letting the team know that you need to get as much information as possible from those types of clients. The A business is very cookie cutter, but when you talk about alternative and you're trying to grow that business, you need more information, you need to understand the story. And then, you know, from our side of the business too, you know, we need to make sure that we're doing the proper training and support about, you know, what our requirements are, what our solutions are, what fits, what doesn't fit, that sort of thing too. So I think there was a lot of great pieces there that you hit on. Yeah, and absolutely. Like sometimes, even just building a deal, taking the time to sit with a broker and build the deal with them to help them understand not only how to input it properly, but to help them understand what the lender expects from you. Like from a home trust perspective, when we're doing alternative business, this is what's expected. This is what we need when it comes to docs. This is what we're looking for. You're building a habit. You're building like a habit with this broker so that the next deal that comes in, it's like, oh, this is how I built it. This is how they want it. Let me get on this, right? So it's the key to building a stronger partnership, you know, because the partnership is a two-way street. I'll be there for you, but at the same time, this is what I need from you, you know? For sure. Well, I think that uh, just about wraps it up here. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I think there was a lot of great information there. I think the interview that you did, the Best Newcomer Brokerage, was you know, really important. It really opens up the eyes, you know, to the industry across the board, across the country as well. You know, what it takes to be recognized, right? It's a lot of hard work, but you know, there's a lot of support there from lenders and the BDM team and stuff like that. So I just want to say thank you again for joining. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me join you. Thanks for listening to this episode of I Love All Mortgages. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.